Welcome to the wandering musings of AJ and A-Ray. Two Mamas After Dark. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome, welcome to this week's episode. Every time we say welcome, welcome, I want to sing that primary song. It's like, welcome, welcome. Right? Me too. Me too. Me too. Uh, so we're spilling the tea. It's time to spill the tea. What are you thinking? What are you drinking? Um, what you drinking? While drinking tea. Ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like we thought this through. Um, right? So what you drinking, AJ? Lemon ginger tea? Yes. And the biofilm tea. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you added that. I always put it in. Oh, thank you. I don't even ask people anymore. <laughs> they just come to expect it. Unless they're new to the house, right? I'm not new. No. I'm old news. <laughs> but good news. <laughs> and then I'm drinking, I got it yesterday at the little Amish store down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think it's ran by Amish people, but there's a lot of Amish, like local Amish produce in there. But um, it's black currant tea. Ooh. It's real good. That sounds good. It's real good. Might have to have that next time. Yeah. You should. I'm drinking lemon tea because my throat needs it. Yeah. And Her I kid cuddled her too much. And my kid cuddled me too much. Yes. My sick kid cuddled me too much. And Shared his germs. As kids Rude. do. So if I cough, I apologize. If I sniffle, sorry, Spot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm wearing a ski jacket, kind of. So if you hear this. You were supposed to take it off before we started. I got excited. I was like, oh, we're starting. And then I was like, crap, I forgot to take it off. Just sit there real I'll stiff. Just hold like this. It'll be fine. Um, I'll just stare at you really intensely if you make too much noise. <laughs> no, you'll say something like like when the chair was talking and you're like, girl, like, I don't know what you need to do, but make it stop. <laughs> That's true. That's what I'm here for. I keep it real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to take the opportunity to put a little plug in for our social media platforms. Um, We've been releasing stuff all throughout the week. Like Sunday, we invite everyone um, and put a little tease on there. If it's not an actual audio clip, we put in like the look of the next upcoming episode just so everyone can start planning it. Um, and we're going to start putting it as an event as well, at least on Facebook. I don't know how to do it anywhere else yet. <laughs> little by little, right? Um so that you guys can remember and have it on your, your calendars. Because I usually forget. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I wanted to listen to whatever, you know. So I thought that would be a good way to help, you know, us remember that, hey, there's, a, there's an episode coming out. And it should be fun and a blast like we have. Um, also, on Wednesdays, we've been kind of really, not kind of, we've been releasing. um. What do we release on Wednesdays? My brain just went out. Our Q&A. Just a reminder of our Q&A, because um, we really do want to hear from you. 
Um, it's on our website. We put it on our um, social media as well. Uh, Thursdays, we don't do anything yet. And Tuesdays, we don't do anything yet. But we'll be releasing some um, blog posts on those days. Um, just to kind of get you energized for what we've been talking about and starting those conversations and new perspectives potentially or going into depth on some of the perspectives that we've already been talking about. Well, Tuesdays is the day our episode drops. I meant Monday. Okay. I meant Monday. (laughs) That's right. My brain. I meant Monday. And then um, Friday is our challenge that we've been releasing just to remind everyone, hey, this is what we're working on. Join us if you can. Or put it in your back pocket and join us when you're ready. And then Saturdays, we've been doing our thought and photo of the week and or photo of the week. Doesn't always have it. Um, um, but we're going to be starting to use different names for them. Um, so watch for those on our social media and check out our web page. Um, some fun little goodies and gems in there. And... Cheers to womanhood. Woohoo! Um, so on to our musings. Let's listen to some musings. Quotes, poems, short stories, inspirational, uplifting news, and of course, hippy dippy astrology. Um You have a quote for I us do. today. I do don't have you? a quote. And my brain is taking a second to catch up. But um, so our quote today is from You Are a Bad Beep calendar. <laughs> from Jen Sincero. I don't know if you've ever read that book. I have not. It's, it's like a, a yellow... Well, she's done a couple of them now, but the first book was a You Are a Bad Beep. <laughs> and it's a yellow book, and um, it's pretty much a self-confidence-building book. And to not procrastinate, to... But not just, like, you shouldn't procrastinate. It, like, talks you through things. It's nice. Um, but I have it as a calendar this year. Um, it just caught my eye and I was like, you know what? I need this in my life this year. So um, I wanted to share one of the quotes that she put in it from her. And it's, do not deny yourself the life you want to live because you're worried you're not good enough or that you'll be judged or that it's too risky because who does that benefit? No one. That too. So just again, do not deny yourself the life you want to live because you're worried you're not good enough or that you'll be judged or that it's too risky because who does that benefit? No one. That too. Again, by Jen Sincero. So check it out. But there's a little gem telling you of your worth. You're yeah. worth it, and you don't need to fear others. And I, I take it one step further and say there's room enough for you at the table. Um, that's kind of, I don't. That's what's been coming to my mind lately is that there's room enough for me, there's room enough for everyone, at the table. It's, it's big enough. Our world is big enough for everyone. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. I love it when you send me little pictures of the quote of the day from that little calendar that you have. I like, know, oh, you yes. them. <laughs> That's awesome. 
butt. And then on to our hippy dippy moment. Um, we just had in bulk February 1st through the 2nd, which celebrated the first wave of spring. Next month, on March 19th, Ostara is celebrated. This is to celebrate the warmth of spring, light from the sun, and Earth's awakening. So even if you're not a neo-pagan, that's funny because you're coughing and I'm like... (coughs) (laughs) That was totally on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So back what I was saying. (laughs) So even if you're not a neo-pagan, celebrate the anticipation of spring and, of course, the start of spring. It is something free, something we have been longing for throughout the winter months and gets you out in the world that was created just for you. Love it. Yeah. It's our season. It's everything's starting to wake up. I mean, we kind of felt, I felt the shift the 1st of February, kind of like it's cold still. I was going to say, it's funny that, you know, we're talking about the shift and it's spring coming and yet it's still cold. We we just had snow the other day. freezing this morning. It's like, is it really spring? Really? It's February. Come on now. <laughs> but the rhythms, like the yeah. rhythms in the in the bird song. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you start seeing more people walking. Like, that's how I know that things are getting warmer because we all our road here. We always have people walking on it. Um, Not as much during the winter. That's when I know it's really cold because then I only see people at like noon. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Big maybe. There might be a brave soul and you're like, oh, buddy, don't lay down. Those real dedicated people. Yeah, bless them. <laughs> bless them. Um, But then when I see the shift and I start to feel the shift of everything, I start to see more and more people outside. It's cool. Everything's starting to wake up. Awesome. We're we're trying to thaw out at least. And, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. In summertime, we'll be like, oh, it's so hot. We'll be thinking fondly back to this this month, going, man, I wish it was. No, I'll never say that. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I wish it wasn't like in the hundreds. Let's do that. I just stay inside and watch satisfied. my gardens die. It's fine. <laughs> well, I have I found a good news moment. Okay, I'm excited. Um, it's from a few weeks ago, but I still thought it was worth sharing. Absolutely. Um, it was a unnamed California bride-to-be that turned a worst-case scenario into a really sweet moment. Uh, she found, last minute, she found out something about her fiancé and called off the wedding. And it was a wedding reception worth about $15,000, and it was non-refundable. That's a big chunk of money. hmm And... I was like... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so she donated the reception party, and it was complete with a dinner, dessert, drinks, DJ, dancing, and a photo booth, and she turned that over to a nonprofit called Parents Helping Parents, which provides community support to parents with children with special needs. Um, so she, so they were able, that nonprofit was able to throw this huge party for these special needs children, and they had 
a huge party and I thought that was That's so, so sweet. <laughs> yeah, and it was obviously a really big elaborate party because yeah. they had the decorations and the food and the uh $15,000. <laughs> Can we go back to that? Right. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and the organization said they were totally taken by surprise, um but they they totally just had an awesome time and I just I was thinking it doesn't say but I was like man was the bride able to attend I would totally attend. I would come <laughs> that was so cute yeah um, I'm sure she did well I don't know I'd have mixed emotions about I know it. uh they said that they sent out invitations for the it was called the ball for all and had all of the seats reserved 48 hours before the event Aww. Every single seat reserved. That is adorable. Um, they were special needs folks from zero to one hundred. Love it. Old. I mean, I feel really bad for the bride in terms okay. of yeah. You know, having... and I hope she's doing okay. Yeah, same. Um, but what a what a selfless, what a giving heart yeah. to be like. I'm in pain, but I want you to be happy. And for her to take the time to research i don't know it doesn't say if she already knew about this organization sure. but for her to take the time to find them reach out to them and say here you go take yeah. this please like that is so selfless and i just i thought it was so sweet well that groom didn't deserve her anyway right i'm just whatever saying. you did boo shame on, on you, you. <laughs> <laughs> bitter at all <laughs> no not at all not at all what was it there was um one of the gals in the snoopy cast she was like i made a comment of like i'm a bitter person bitter soul and she's like i'm glad that she, she was a really cute compliment but i'm i'm glad that i have you to look forward to when i get a little older <laughs> oh i was like because she was like, I'm a bitter soul too. Oh. And I was like, well, don't worry. It gets worse. <laughs> this is, you know, because I have like 10 years on her. So I was like, this will be you in like a decade or so. And she's like, well, I'm glad I have you to look forward to then. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, should we dive right in? Yeah. Splish splash. We're diving into the main topic. What are we doing? Speaking of spring drum coming. Roll, I'm not going to do a drum roll. No, no, no. I'm talking to our editor. <laughs> oh. The <Some> magic. <laughs> We're going to talk about spring fever. Fever, fever. So what does spring fever mean to you? Spring fever to me. Hmm. It to me is when I start to feel cabin fever because I start to itch on uh, terms of, oh, I can start a garden and I'm going to try this this year and this this year and I start working like a little worker bee and I know we still have chilly nights that we talked about and chilly mornings like this morning when I took the eldest to work it was very cold um spring fever is when there's a craze in the world like in a new not new but 
a familiar new vibe shooting out. Like it's time to wake up and it's time to start dusting off the winter snow and um it's it's hard right now because depending on where you live spring may be coming right now right or you, you guys might actually see spring <laughs> <laughs> or you might still have you know another month and a half of lots yeah. and lots of snow <laughs> we'll have well for us where we are it is glimpses of spring and then oh i guess we're still back in winter <laughs> but once we hit it it's go it goes real quick here mm-hmm. yeah blink and you miss it yeah yeah like i'm sitting down here where we're recording thinking this is all the stuff i have to take care of so that i can get my little greenhouse up and put seeds in them because i want them to survive this year <laughs> so i'm doing them in my basement <laughs> But I think it's a time of planning, too. Wouldn't you say? Definitely. It's it's because you have that, like you said, that itch to plan, like you said, to move from winter where you've wanted to do these things that you really couldn't. Mm-hmm. Well, you could, but who wants to be doing things in the Let's winter? Let's do extra stuff here. <laughs> It's hibernation period. And then it's time to, this is when you can do things. People are emerging from their Wash that you've been using. Clear out the cobwebs that you didn't see because it was too dark. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, spring cleaning mm-hmm. is a real thing. Yep. <laughs> um, for me, it's that time between winter and spring when I'm just itching to open my windows and feel the fresh spring oh. air. You know that? It's like fall air, but like doesn't... S- doesn't smell of like a summer ending it smells of like renewal new beginnings yeah I actually had my window open yesterday because it was so sunny and you know I've been sick and I just felt like my room was stuffy and just like that (laughs) sick feeling (laughs) (laughs) and it was so sunny yesterday and I'm like oh I just want to open my window and I wasn't too cold I just put more blankets on I don't know if it was just me being sick that I felt it wasn't too cold. <laughs> I don't know. It was a little warmer yesterday. <clears throat> but it was just so nice to have the sun beating down on my in my room. And it's oh, so nice. To oh, have- I had all my my window curtains open because you just I was like, it's too cold down here. I need to get the sunlight in here. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, all the animals were so happy. They were like sunbathing everywhere. Oh, it's the best feeling. It was the greatest thing. There's a spot in my parents' house. My parents have, my parents' house has a lot of windows. They love the light, the natural light. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole row of like glass doors slash windows. And growing up, and even now when I go visit, I would lay the, we call them the floor cushions. You lay them down and you just a little cat nap. You Sunday. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's so fun to pet them <laughs> when they're doing that because they're the so animals warm. Love the people. Well, you pet people too. <laughs> it's fine. They might purr for you or they might bite you. Just kind of, you know, gauge it out. I'll bite. Proceed with Leave caution. Me alone. <laughs> Proceed with caution. <laughs> But um, Webster's Dictionary, so I looked it up. 
I looked up spring fever. I was yeah. curious to see if it's an actual term. Webster's Dictionary defines spring fever as a lazy or restless feeling often associated with the onset of spring. See, that's funny because I don't think of a lazy feeling. I didn't either. I think of a like, get your buns going. Well, the Cambridge Dictionary said it's a feeling of excitement because the weather suddenly becomes warmer in spring. Maybe lazy is because it's cold and you're like, uh, maybe I want to do this. <laughs> so I thought it was interesting that there was two different directions that the dictionaries had. That's fair. That's fair. One probably actually has spring and the other one doesn't. <laughs> I get it. But did you know, because I certainly didn't, that spring fever was actually a real thing? It was like, it was actually I mean, a literal I, fever. I do because I kind of looked and cheated. <laughs> Before you looked at, at my notes, notes, you little cheater, cheater. <laughs> but I won't, I won't say what it was. Spring fever back in the 17 to 1800s, spring fever was called the spring disease. And I'm not going to go into like all the details. It was Gross. really brief detail. Cause I'm really glad we don't have spring disease. <laughs> That would, I mean, I'd be like, well, I'm going back to winter. I'll see y'all next uh, summer. And I literally had no idea that this is where spring fever came from. No idea. Right. Makes sense. If you're sick, you're going to have a fever. So it was an illness that usually occurred in the springtime. Hence the name. And spring And involved fatigue, uh, easy easy bruising, bone pain, hemorrhaging of the... This is so gross. Hemorrhaging of the scalp and the gums and poor wound healing, a.k.a. what we call scurvy. You know, it sounded better when I read it. <laughs> when I said In it terms out loud. of like when you said it out loud, I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't say it sounded better. It didn't sound <laughs> as bad. How about that? And they had land scurvy and then sea scurvy. Well, yeah, because they traveled by sea then. Mm. I mean, we still do, but not yeah. to the same degree. And many thousands of people died prior to the discovery of an adequate treatment for this spring disease. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then a Scottish, a Scottish physician named G- Dr. James Lind was the one who discovered this adequate treatment um and it's actually nutrition nutrition hello is the adequate treatment oranges lemons and limes saved the day um back then such a great like way to detox your your body um clean your house (laughs) freshen up everything right so i mean I'm I'm sad that our ancestors had to go through this spring disease and I'm and and stuff, but look how much we learned from that time period. Yeah. Which is probably why we have spring cleaning. They were like, well, we gotta clean everything up because of all the sickness. Mm-hmm. Oh. Goodness. It's like us nowadays we you know, we go through illnesses and then we Bleach, Lysol, clean everything out. Sure, yeah. Get everything all. I think this was, knock on wood, 
I'm knocking on wood right now because <laughs> I think this is the first spring time, like right now, where I haven't been sick in a couple of years. Because, I mean, 2022, I had pneumonia. That was fun. No, it wasn't. Don't lie to me. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I have... I still have, you know, PTSD about this. It was worse than COVID when I had COVID. That was the year before in 2021. Um, last year, I just had a really bad cold. And I was like, don't you dare turn into anything, <laughs> please. And like this year is the first year, again, knock on wood, where I haven't had anything right now. You've been doing a lot. To try to bring health into your life and all these changes. So I think that makes a huge difference. I agree. As I bring illness into your house, I covered my face. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I figure the boys go to school every day. I'm going to get it in in here no matter. It's just just part of life. It's part of living. But you're doing your part. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, So back then... Uh, citric acid or vitamin C was yet to be discovered. So I think that played a huge part in it. Um, so it, this spring fever, spring disease occurred more commonly in urban areas, which were largely void of fruit and vegetables, especially the citrus fruits during the winter. So that by the time spring came around, they were completely de- depleted of yeah. those nutrients. So take your vitamin, so, take yes. your vitamin D. Because you need that because we don't get a lot of sunshine during the winter or we're inside all the time. I'm not a a physician. I'm not saying do this or else. I'm just. But take it from some. This is what we've learned. Who know being depleted of vitamin D. Does not help. Sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Your vitamin B helps your, you know, brain fog and your winter blues. Um. Vitamin C keeps you healthy. Which, which I have noticed. Vitamin C keeps you healthy. Um, elderberry tea or jam or whatever. Um, I just like teas. I try to stay away from a lot of sugar, which we've discussed before. Uh, like additional sugars and the not natural sugars. Obviously, those are fine. But um, So elderberry tea, lemon ginger tea. There's your citrus that you were talking about. I have a lemon echinacea tea that's really good. I like to switch it up if you can't tell. Cinnamon tea helps with inflammation. Um, and it smells good and tastes good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, I'll let you finish your it was thought. It really funny. <laughs> um, well, I'll, I'll finish this and then I'll tell my experience and you'll with circle it. back? Yeah. So the exact cause of the disease... They didn't understand. They didn't know what was happening right. until about 1932 when vitamin C was discovered by the scientists in the oh. U.S. and, uh, oh, I always mispronounce this, Hungary? 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 Hungary, is that how you say yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> I don't know why I struggle with that name. Because it's really close to hunger. <laughs> At this, yeah. Or hangry. Yes, that's it. Um, so it was discovered at the same time by both of those places which is crazy 1932 wasn't that long ago no it wasn't and that's really sad (laughs) maybe for those who are a little younger than we are but um but it was really funny because by the time the u.s and hungary hungary 
um, we're like, oh, vitamin C fixes this. Um, and by the time the disease of scurvy was adequately described and the exact cause and fixed something was, done you know, about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dr. Lind, you know, the Scottish physician, I can speak today, I promise. <laughs> He had a cure nearly 200 years prior. Where have we been? But it wasn't a well-practiced and well-accepted cure. Sure. And I think also you, we didn't have as much of a global atmosphere as we did then mm -hmm. and as we do now. You know, everybody is so interconnected, especially now. Right? We can watch things Where's one person I watch on YouTube? She's in Sweden. Yeah. I'm more than a thousand miles away from her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think some people, they, they, they don't know why. Or they don't have the... They don't have the proof of why it works. Yeah, so they, they don't have the equipment works. or they're able to do the research or whatnot. They just have this, well, this seems to work. We don't know why. So we're going to use it. Yeah, and it works for these people, but it takes places that have those resources like the U.S. to provide the research and the proof. Yeah, I think it's also a matter of being afraid to share because yes. you don't want to be ridiculed or thought of in mm -hmm. a bad way. Especially back back then, I mean... Goodness, even when we were younger, to be called a witch, not that we're saying witchcraft is involved here, but just the, to put kind of a perspective, if you were anything but the normal Christian view, and I'm not against Christianity, please don't think that, um, you were considered to be like a witch doctor, and that was a bad thing. That was evil and scary and dark. You know what I mean? So it was, oh, it has to be of this um, this way or it's considered something that could harm you, yeah. even though it's nature-based, which is really weird, you know. So my funny thought that I had come to mind was... Yes, do uh, tell. So my family, meaning my parents and my my younger brother and I, I have an older brother. But my younger brother and I and my parents, we had a sailboat and we would go on adventures to different locations. Which she appreciates now. I appreciate now. <laughs> <laughs> da, Not da, so da. much back then. If sometimes. you missed a couple of episodes ago, go back <laughs> and you'll understand where we're coming from. And my grandparents on my dad's side. They were fine with us going places as long as, I should say my grandmother was fine with us going places as long as she could reach us by land, by car. She didn't, she didn't like to fly. She never flew. I don't know why. I don't know. My mom never that. did either. Which is but funny because story. my grandpa was a pilot. It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Maybe that's how he got <laughs> away from her. Some respite. <laughs> um, but. If we were so far away that she could not reach us, it she did her. not like that. 
But <laughs> she wanted to reach us so that she could bring us provisions or food. So we wouldn't get scurvy. She wanted to bring us fresh fruits yeah, and that's, vegetables. That's mm. about the right time for like 1930s I, is when they were still learning I about it. I specifically remember her saying, you can't get scurvy because <laughs> so we were going somewhere. And I was, I was a kid, so I remember this conversation in my head. And we were going too far out of her reach. And she was flipping out about it. And you were because on the sea, and I bet you she was like, sea scurvy was probably worse than land scurvy. scurvy. Yeah. Because it's canned provisions and yeah, no fresh not provisions. Not fresh unless you're getting it from the harbors you, that you're yes. in. Yes. And she's like, I can't reach you to bring you. You can't get how stuff, heart- and I can't bring it to you. How heartfelt is that? Yeah. So I just, that's always stuck in my mind. So when we were researching So you laugh this, about it, but then you're like, oh. Yeah. And she has since passed on, and I really miss her. Um, but yeah, it's just those little memories. Of, I get it. So when I saw the word scurvy, I was like, oh. Aww. Aww. <laughs> what, what a way to remember your grandma. <laughs> she didn't want us to get scurvy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. That's it was just a funny moment. Awesome. <laughs> Well, well, anyways, that's the history of spring fever. How dark is that? Um, Luckily. C- here's what I think about spring fever nowadays in the modern world. Um, and I'm so grateful, so grateful that it doesn't mean the same thing because, I don't know, we lived through COVID and that was the closest to a scary moment like scurvy would, was to those yeah. earlier. Um. Yeah, I'm glad spring fever now means an electric vibe where you're in a tizzy about what you're going to be doing. But if you think about it, fresh fruits and vegetables are not as easily accessible in the winter. Nope. So So you're you're hurry up and getting your your crops ready because you needed them. And um, you're cleaning. I'm seeing the correlation of cleaning because you're trying to get all the sick out of your house and communities to get everyone well. And prepare for the crops. Mm -hmm. Get your crops ready for the spring harvest or spring. I mean, that's what I think right now. Like right now, I think possibly people I know I am are planning on what they're going to be doing. Um, Cleaning out junk. I put that in quotes because junk could be actual junk, but just like stuff that you've accumulated. Um, Cobwebs, like we said before, that you didn't notice in the dark. And you open your window and you're like, oh, I need to dust. (laughs) Uh, Seedlings you want to plant or plants you want to, um, are you hoping to find in your nursery that you can, you know, start planting uh, and when you need to get them. I think of, I think, I think it can also bring, if you're not careful, a feeling of overwhelm, of of being overwhelmed. Let me say that correctly. Because you're thinking, oh, I need to get my garden going and I need to um, get my linens washed and my drapes washed, like your curtains and you know, cleaning out everything. And that can be overwhelming and time consuming. 
So I think it's important to also remember that you're not alone and that you should take a respite also during this time and enjoy the excitement that the light and the little babies growing from the ground and little babies that you see. Like I start, I know it's springtime when I start seeing all of the ranches around us and stuff with their little babies. Ah, uh, my kids are like, you're nuts. And I'm like, ah, my baby. <laughs> um, but you, there are resources too. Like if you have never gardened before and you're interested in trying, start small. Absolutely. Um, my uh, words of advice are to be patient with yourself. You're learning. Cut yourself some slack and use your resources. You can go online and figure out what grow zone you are in and what plants work. Just kind of take it slowly. Grab a calendar if you need to kind of plan. Like, okay, these these say they need six weeks before going out. You know, I don't know, just to kind of help organize or if you're trying to get your house in order. You can still use a calendar to kind of plan out what you want to accomplish and when and how much time you might need. I think it's really important to, and I'm learning this from my mistakes, huh? Um, to plot out what you want your garden to look like. And from watching my grandma and helping her too, it never looks the same, even if you have the same plants, ever. Even if you put them in the same place never looks the same because it is an evolving thing it's a living thing um so i mean it's kind of your playground think of it that way it's your playground um it is a time for you to experiment and experience i put down here go science because <laughs> i'm a science nerd <laughs> I grew up next to the OMSI Museum in um, Portland, Oregon, and we would do field trips there, which is the huge old science museum. And they had like technology science and, of course, cadavers. And um, there was a submarine that you could go in and it would take you down under the the Willamette River there and stuff like that. So science to me was exciting. My kids are probably think I'm nuts, but... <clears throat> Um, it's time to finish whatever you didn't finish in fall, you know, with your pruning and kind of figuring out when you can do it. I know last year, AJ uh, was laughing at me because I sent her a picture and I said, I had to do something outside. It was this, this was in January last year and I had pruned my rose bush and she's like, what are you doing pruning your rose bush in January? And I was like, eh, it'll be fine. But I'm going to have to prune it again anyways. And I thought maybe I should start early. <laughs> I didn't do that this year. A-Ray is, I think the definition is spring fever. Because as soon as that <laughs> snow starts to melt or the sun starts to come out, she's outside. She's like itching to get outside. I got to do something. So I shouldn't <laughs> say that I've already mentally thought about how I need to rake up the leaves along my driveway. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't already done it. Well, it's cold. I don't like cold. <laughs> I have a hard time with cold. My body's like, no. But it's it's starting to get a little warmer during the day. And I'm like, oh, just give me a good day. I'll be out there. 
I had to take a greenhouse out down that I've given to AJ because it's <laughs> a little too small and I have wind here and she doesn't. <laughs> so I was like, that's going to go down, but I have to clean my basement first. See, this is how I the, go down the rabbit hole. The problem with this. Okay, I'm not going to call it a problem. No, I have a problem. It's fine. <laughs> A-Ray's mind goes a thousand and a million thousand miles an hour. ADHD, I'm telling you. Body goes one mile an hour. <laughs> it's true. It's and true. She, she she thinks that she can do 20 projects at once, but she really can't. I can't, but I sure do try. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets burnt out, and then they all stop, and then she gets overwhelmed or frustrated, and I don't know how to tell her to stop, because she won't listen. <laughs> Bless her heart. And then I started all over again. It's fine. <laughs> so I just have learned to sit back and go, okay, uh-huh, that's a good job. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the plant part because planting is the very therapeutic for me. It gives her so much joy. Her little plant babies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I get really sad when they die. <laughs> Not all of them, but like the windstorm that took out the plant babies last year. Poor yeah. AJ was like, it's going to be fine. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> they all got knocked over. <laughs> you would have thought an actual family member had died. She was quite devastated. <sighs> so She's passionate, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so take, you know, these pre or the wee hours of the spring fever moment to kind of plan what you want your spring to look like. I think it goes back to the saying that I said before, that goals are like the stars you steer by. And that is something that I'm seeing more and more throughout my life in every aspect of my life. Um, If I want my house to be cleaner, I have to set goals and I have to make realistic goals and take into consideration that my brain goes 20,000 miles per hour and my body goes one. and and the same for outside. If you want your if you want your space to look a certain way, know that it's going to take time, but at each each year or each time that you get to do something, you're progressing it towards what you want it to look like every year or every growing season and every harvest season. It doesn't have to be as overwhelming as I've experienced in my own experience it can be as as i learned on my mission one foot in front of the other it can be layered um and that's when you you get more progress um so plan out what you want your space to feel like and to look like we're not talking about like redesign everything and spend thousands upon thousands of dollars. We're talking about, yeah, okay, I can wipe down my walls and my baseboards. I can, I can take down my curtains and wash them. Um, if they're faded and they're really good quality still, I can, I can go and get, get coloring, you know, get the fabric coloring and, and dye them again. It actually doesn't take that long. I learned that with uh, Snoopy. I had to make a costume in uh, less than eight hours <laughs> per spot. And I did my first fabric dyeing in 
it looked fine. Um, plan out what you want your house to look like on the inside. Plan out what you want your house to look on the outside and what you need to prioritize. What you want to accomplish this year. It doesn't have to be everything on your list because you're going to have time to do those things. But start with the ones that will help it continue until next year to do the bigger things or to save up for those bigger things, you know. Um, and for the outside, plan where you're going to place your seedlings, your little plant babies. Um, you're going to have to have a place to put them until you're ready to put them in the ground. Uh, watch for your fur babies. They are little ninjas that I have found. Um, and they are very clever when it comes to how do I get into that plant that I know I'm not supposed to get into. <laughs> so if you have them, watch out for them. This is the only time that I see my cats and my dogs work together is when they're trying to be mischievous. So know that they are on the same page. They're just like our human children. Yeah, they what? Work together no. when they're trying to. No, not at all. Not at all. Do things they're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. I think most of all, it's important to really enjoy this time of year. Enjoy this time of year. Enjoy the people that you're around. Enjoy the projects that you have and that you want to do. Um, and don't let the things stress you out. Have fun and enjoy the journey because that's what this life is, is enjoying the journey. Everybody thinks of the destination. Our destination, and this is going to sound, in my opinion, my, our destination is death. We are born to die. So it is 100% our journey along the way. And I don't mean that to be scary. You know, it's, it's just what it is. We don't have to have a destination. There are many times that I've gone on road um, trips, trips I put in, you know, air quotes, where I just, I just needed to go. I don't know. I was just called to go. No destination. And it was just the experience of going on the drive that I needed. And that's what this life is, is just experiencing and enjoying those moments. So when we get frustrated and caught up in everything, remember it is the journey and not the destination that we are striving for. It's a throwdown. It's a challenge. We've got something for you. Our challenge for growth is to do something springy, whether it is something inside or outside, physically or mentally. Um, but it's cleaning, cleaning out those spaces, cleaning out and prepping those spaces for our journey of spring and working on ourselves. Clear out those cobwebs and welcome in spring. Because springtime Because it's coming. coming. <laughs> With or without you. Yeah. And then for our Q&A. You've heard enough about us. Let's get a little bit from you. Here's your Q&A and your polls. Sip your tea. Let's chat a while. Along the same theme of springtime, even though it's only February. <laughs> Free spring. Uh, what are some of your goals this spring? What do you want to accomplish? It can be big or small. Yeah. Is it a chill spring? Are you going to just kind of relax and 
take it easy this year? Are you do you have all of these fun projects planned? Do you have a good balance between them? Are you readjusting them because of maybe something we said or somebody else said? And you're like, you know what? I don't have to work so hard. Maybe we influence. Or maybe you. it's just that you're gonna overwhelm yourself and that's okay too. <laughs> We're here. Please for don't you. be don't please don't be overwhelmed. <laughs> Just know that one of us will probably will be at the end of spring. <laughs> and you know what? It's okay. It's okay if you think dream big and then you know what? I'm not. No, it's, nope, I don't I'm have just to do this gonna this year. dial it back. Maybe next year because I do that a lot. Yeah. I always go, I'm going to paint my house. Well, I've been saying this for three years now. I'm going to paint my house. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. She's painted some things in her house. Yes. That's the layer thing where you do a little by little. See, she's taking our advice without even knowing it. Look at that. Amazing. Well, with that, we love you. We're grateful for you. Have a blessed week. Bye. Thanks for hanging with AJ. And A-Ray, we hope we've brought a little fun, sass, and joy into your lives. For more information about our episodes, us, and what we may be up to, please visit our website at wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. That's wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cheers to womanhood! Ciao! Thank you for your support of our podcast. Original music composition written and performed by Gregory Anderson and used with permission from Anderson Media.